Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by the ever important Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business. They are the best in the business because customer service means everything to them and they'll do everything to save you money. Your budget plus the security of the right insurance. It is all at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. The big super pink super moon is tonight. Anything to calm Matt's nerves. That does seem cool, though. A super pink moon tonight before the big green disappoints you Thursday. (laughs) All right, time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Madison Bumgardner sort of tosses a no-hitter. Baseline, the pitch. Fly ball, right field, right, and Rojas and Madison Bumgarner. No hits the Braves over seven innings. And the Arizona Diamondbacks give up one hit in the doubleheader. I mean, that's the worst doubleheader for a team ever. They got one hit in the first game. That was it. They played 14 innings. One hit. And the Bumgarner no-hitter doesn't count as a no-hitter. No good! No good! No good! They changed the rule years ago on no-hitters. It's got to be nine innings and whatever. You can't, like, pitch into the 10th and give up a hit. It doesn't count anymore. You can't do what Harvey Haddix did in 1957, 58. Maybe in 58, where he went 12 perfect innings. Perfect. 36 up, 36 down. But then gave up a hit in the 13th and lost. So his doesn't count as a no-hitter. And if it's a five-inning, like one of those rain-shortened jobs, that doesn't count as a no-hitter. Bumgarner's seven-inning officially is not a no-hitter. As for the Braves... They need a new hitting coach. All right, so um, before we get to Penn State football and basketball, did you see the ratings for the Academy Awards? I didn't even know they were on last night. I forgot, but yes, that's the definition of why the numbers are the way they are now. (laughs) Uh, So in 1998... 54 million viewers for the Academy Awards. Pretty good. Now, as time goes, more cable, more options, whatever. But as late as 2014, there were 40 
million viewers. 2014. Now, all the options in the world are sitting there in 2014. And they have 40 million viewers. Uh, last night, they had 9.8 million viewers. They have lost 30 million viewers in seven years for the Oscars. From 40 million to 9.8, they've lost 30 million viewers. That's 7.5 million viewers a year. Gone. I can't even tell you what won Best Picture. I don't even know what the heck won. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Now, that was the Academy Award winner for Best Supporting Actor. That's right. Um, I have no. You know what's interesting about? The, I, I don't know what pictures were nominated this year, and I know obviously theaters were closed for a good chunk of the time. But I think a lot of it was Disney and Netflix did well, right? Uh, and so I didn't see a lot of that. But here's one of the problems that they have had over the years, in my opinion. My opinion. Obviously, they have an academy that votes. But doesn't the public vote what they like? I'm not saying that whatever is the best-selling picture is the number one picture. But they keep picking movies that people don't go to see. No Bad Land won Best Picture. What's that about? I can't tell you. <laughs> Just looking at the list here. Let's look it up. Let's see what it's about here. Let's see. We'll have to look it up here. No Man Land? Is that what it's called? Nomad Land. No. I'm assuming it's about nomads. Nomad Land movie. It's, a, it's rated R, so it's already up your alley. Um... <laughs> Uh, Just, it is an American drama film written, edited, and co-produced by Chloe Zhao. Francis McDormand, who pro- co-produced it, as a van-dwelling working nomad who leaves her hometown after her husband dies and the sole industry closes down to be houseless and travel around the United States. Um... The film is based on the 2017 nonfiction book Nomadland, Surviving America in the 21st Century. Well, that sounds depressing. Doesn't <laughs> exactly want to make you get in the car and drive over. <laughs> hey, what do you think? And for what it's worth, Chloe Zhao was the winner of uh, Best Director. Okay, good. Um, it grows two point two million in the United States and Canada, three million in other territories. Worldwide total of five point nine million. It is the lowest box office ever for a Best Picture. Okay. Oh, it won a Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival. Never heard of it. (laughs) 
Never heard of the Golden Lion. Never, you know, didn't know Venice had a film festival. Now Danville has a film festival, but it's in the Fourth Ward, and it's <laughs> critical response. Ninety-four percent of three hundred eighty critical reviews plus. Okay. Nomadland beautifully captures the restlessness left in the wake of the Great Recession. Okay. I'm I'm sure it's very very good. I just have no desire to see it. <laughs> I, you know, it, it I'll give you an example. Um, a few years ago, I want to say maybe three years ago. Now I didn't see this movie, so I can't comment it on it at all. I've never seen it, but I remember I was working at the TV station here, and all the young people in the station. Of which, obviously, I'm not in that group. <laughs> but they're all working around me. They're all excited because they're going to go to the movie in Altoona. And they want to see it when it comes out at midnight. When it's first released. And it was the Chadwick Boseman movie, Black Panther. So they come back the next day and I said, hey guys, how was it? Oh, my God, it was so good. It was unbelievable. It was so great. They loved it. They loved it. In fact, several went back for a second time, and a few went back for a third and fourth time. They enjoyed it that much. Now, the movie was nominated for Best Picture. I don't know. I'm trying to think if Chadwick Boseman was nominated for Best Actor, the late Chadwick Boseman, by the way, who played Jackie Robinson brilliantly uh, in 42. Now, I've never seen this movie. But Green Book won the Academy Award that year? No offense, but it would have done a lot for the movie industry if they'd picked a movie that people were like, couldn't wait to go see, don't you think? And again, I'm no expert. I didn't see either movie. I didn't see either movie. But isn't there something to the popularity of something? I mean, the movie was nominated Best Picture. They did get seven. I think they won three awards for, I don't know, Best Editing or Best Special Effects, um, Best Depiction of Danville, something. Nomadland, huh? Van-dwelling working nomad who leaves her hometown after her husband passes away and the soul industry closes down to be houseless and travel around the United States. That ought to pick up the old spirits, don't you think? <laughs> Didn't we used to have a movie critic on the, uh, on with Mark? Yeah, movie Mike. He's still with us. Oh, movie Mike still. What would movie Mike thought of this? Do we know? Do we know what movie I don't Mike know. thought of it? I, I will have to find out about that. Yeah, I'd like to know. I mean, I'm not going to go see it because just reading it, I mean, I'm not usually a person that gets depressed, and right now I'm just kind of fighting my way out of it after reading the description of it. Uh, but, I mean, for all we know, it's a wonderful work of art and deserved it. I don't know. I didn't see any of the movies that were nominated this year. Usually, most of the time, they'll nominate as many as 10 movies now. How many do you see? I, I'm I, lucky I see, if I see one. <laughs> I see one, maybe two. 
I'm very, very, very bad with movies. Like it's embarrassing. So. Well, I don't. Well, number one, I don't have a lot of time. Same. Okay, I don't have a lot of time. I've got games, football, basketball, a lot of travel that goes with it. You know, I mean, because I'm doing anywhere from seventy-five to ninety games a year. What I'm doing between three sports. So I, you know, so I don't get a chance to go to the movies that often. Now down the road, I'll eventually like get something. For example, I finally watched for the first time the other night. Oh, um, Ford versus Ferrari. Christian Bale, Matt Damon. Yeah, I'm not there yet either. Uh, I know I got a chance to watch it for the first time the other night. Um, had some extra time. I was sitting there. All of a sudden, I'm going through on demand. I thought, hey, you know what? I always wanted to see that movie. So I watched it. It was very, very good. Very well done. Um, and it was an interesting topic for me. And I didn't find it depressing. <laughs> I mean, I read, I read this thing. I'm like, oh, man. I need something happy right now. <laughs> After reading the description. This is this is your best picture? A depressing movie? Great. Um, I thought movies were supposed to be escape. But, but I'm no expert. I'm just somebody who pays money to watch them. All right. But, yeah, the ratings were, I mean, you're down 30-plus million viewers in seven years. You're down 7.5 million viewers a year. That is not trending in the right direction. Now, yeah, you're going to hear excuses as to why. I got that. But. Hmm. Okay. Let's take a break. We're going to talk a little about the football scrimmage, a couple of basketball transfers. Uh, I'm going to really come up with a series of things in the next 10 minutes to distract Matt. Because um, <laughs> it's just you just get the feeling they're going to foul it up again. <laughs> Well, if all else fails, I actually I have friends coming over Saturday. So, well, what's their purpose to talk you, you know, to talk you out of it or what? <laughs> right to keep Look, me away from the TV. No, don't wander away. Don't go outside. There are <laughs> bears and coyotes. Okay, <laughs> that, that's their job. <laughs> like, don't leave the room, Matt. There are bears and coyotes outside. And then uh, I just started uh, watching Discovery Plus. So. Are they in charge of bringing over Nerf objects for you to throw? <laughs> they might actually, because they have some. They have young kids themselves. By the way, we do have a bear problem here. Uh oh. Oh, we do. That's why I brought up the bear and coyote thing. We've had. I was driving down the road the other day. I saw a coyote. Like, oh. okay, great, uh, fabulous. But bears. Good friend of mine. Uh, her and her husband, great people. Okay. <laughs> I guess there's a website here, about a bear spotting website here, and she posted a picture 
at her and Ed's home, <laughs> and the bear's looking right in the window. Fun. See, that's why no matter how bad it gets with the pick, don't leave the house. I'll keep that in mind now. I, I'm just I'm just here to save you from you. All right, back <laughs> back with more in a moment. No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I was driving two things. I saw a coyote. This is about mm, six weeks ago. Probably I'm like going, it's an odd looking dog. <laughs> okay. And then I was driving down Pike Street in Lamont. I stopped. Bear and three cubs walking across the road. I thought, okay. I figured I'd keep my distance. Didn't want to bother any of the cubs because <laughs> Mama Bear, Mama Bear is about like the second the Eagles draft a quarterback on Thursday night. Mama Bear and you are going to be in a real. <laughs> and I don't think Mama Bear is going to win. <laughs> Back with more in a moment. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. As the days get warmer, our attention turns to home improvements and even starting a new business. Remember, you can't expect the unexpected. Protect yourself, your family, your business with insurance from Purdy Insurance. We're independent and local, and we'll find the right insurance to fit your needs. Give Purdy Insurance a call at 570-286-5855, send us an email, or go to our website at purdyinsurance.com to see what we can do for you. Uh, by the way, uh, Doug uh, Birdsong texted me, Danville is a film festival and every film is about indie cars and the suit picks them. Very true. S-U-I-T, that spells suit Ah. Yes. It's Ford versus Ferrari, be his movie. It's actually very good. Now, the Spring Practice Awards handed out for Penn State football, the Jim O'Hora Defensive Player Awards. Co-winners, and I can attest to the fact that Tariq Castro-Fields and P.J. Mustafer were both outstanding. Now, Castro-Fields, the odd thing is, the only couple practices he missed happened to be the two scrimmages, but that was they already know what he can do. So that's why they want to give other people more reps. Uh, Castro-Fields and Mustafer, Jim O'Hora Award. The Offensive Player Award, the Red Warrell Offensive Player Award for Most Improved, from Shemokin area in Cole Township, Blake Zalar at center. Wow. All right, I like it. So there you go. Um, he's done well. Uh, Coach's Special Team Award, uh, Jair Brown. The Frank Patrick Memorial Total Commitment Award. And uh, that goes to three players. Juice Scruggs. Uh, Jonathan Sutherland and Sean Clifford. Spring Practice Awards Touchdown Kings Tyler Warren and Tank Smith. And the Takeaway King of the Spring Practice, Kalen King, the true freshman. They are the award winners. All of them 
I can tell you, make complete sense. I had a little talk with Sean Clifford. Um, once we got the usual part of the conversation out of the way about, you know, like he's like looking around nervously. I said, you okay? He says, yeah. He says, the suit's not here. I said, no. <laughs> I want to tell you, he's in a really good place right now. He's in a really good place. I thought Sean Clifford had a very good spring, and I thought he was very good on Friday night. And he's in a really good place right now. All right, so. Great to have you with us. By the way, Penn State's opener with Wisconsin. No kickoff time, but has been selected by Fox. Okay? Could be Fox, Fox Sports 1, BTN, but it looks like Fox gets the pick there. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto Home Life Business. They have the best insurance. They'll find you the right price. And they will do everything they can to combine both. They always want to make sure you're completely insured. They always want to make sure you're getting the best price. They'll update whenever needed. They are the pros, pros in insurance. And we know that, you know, briefly... Talked to Lisa. I said, "Yeah, sure. Maybe just for this particular week, a little extra homeowners insurance." <laughs> I'm concerned. You, sir, are my hero. Just, just checking. Just making sure. You know, you're okay. It's all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. The uh, awards make complete sense. Yeah, Penn State football handed out. Uh, Friday scrimmage, I thought Sean Clifford was very good. And that's the way Sean Clifford has been during the spring. He's been very good. And Taquan Roberson was a little up and down on on Friday night. Christian Veyu wasn't, you know, he, I think the best he looked was probably the Saturday scrimmage Jack and I broadcast. But, I mean, Christian hadn't played in two years. I mean, you know, whatever he can do, I think, is a plus at this point. He's just going to get better as time goes. He certainly has... A lot of um, 
potential. There's no getting around. He does have a lot of potential. But there's time with him. You know, the running backs, solid. Solid as a rock, the running backs. Boy, do I like... Uh, you know, Kevon Lee, I thought, had a really, really good um, had a really good spring. And John Lovett, I think, gives some jump to the running game. Parker Washington. I remember Parker didn't get Parker still has not been on campus a year yet. And he is still he's been here ten months. Ten months he's been here. So he goes through spring practice. Parker Washington was really good this spring. I was really impressed. All three tight ends are very good. Brenton Strange, Theo Johnson, Tyler Warren. They are in very good shape there. And Getting Juice Scruggs back into the lineup in the offensive line because he was not in the practice slash scrimmage on Saturday the 17th. I was on Sirius after this show on Friday, and I was asked about the previous scrimmage, and I said, look, I said, I think Juice Scruggs is going to go tonight. I said, just getting him back in the lineup is going to give Sean Clifford that little added time he needs to make some good decisions. And it did. I thought it made a difference. Caden Wallace has been good. Rasheed Walker had a really good spring. Mike Miranda at center. And Juice. Juice did so many good things down the stretch last year, and he followed that up this year. Mustafer at times was unblockable. That's why I wasn't surprised to see his name there. But Akeem Beeman was good. Uh, Derek Tangelo. Now, Derek did not go on Friday. But he went on most of the time, and he was very good. He's a really good addition. I think Isaiah Izzard quietly had a good spring practice. I mean, Vanover had a really good practice. And Vanover's on the outside now. He's playing defensive end. Arnold Ebicady, Adisa Isaac. When Jack talked to Brent Pry, Adisa Isaac's name came up a lot. Nick Tarburton, just getting him back, such a big plus. Smith Vilbert. A guy like Smith Vilbert gets better and better. He just needs some level of consistency now. Amin Vanover gets better. Just now he, he's you know, he's becoming more consistent as a player. It was interesting what James said about Jesse Lucchetta because back in March. I was talking with Jack, and you know, he's, we were talking about Jesse Lucchetta, and I said, I wonder if they, they might consider some position possibilities with him. And it turned out in his conversation with the media after the practice on Friday night that he uh, James brought that up himself. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Because Brandon Smith is in the spot he needs to be in, and he is having no trouble with the traffic pattern there. Ellis Brooks... I think Tyler Elsden, you watch him play side to side, sideline to sideline, good player. Curtis Jacobs, I really like him out there at that field spot. I like him a lot out there. Then Tariq Castro Fields had, he's just really good. 
I have been a big Tory Castro Fields guy for a long time. Um, and I've had to be because I mean, you know, Mac gets angry at everybody, and he, he kept referring to me, and I had to keep telling him we're talking about Tory Castro Fields, not Darius Slay. I mean, I just, <laughs> I guess I had to, you know. I think I've got to get you under control here. We're concerned. Um, Though I'd love to see him in an Eagles uniform someday. But Tariq has had a had a really good spring. But then you look at Tariq. Now, Joey Porter, of course, he's got to get himself back in there. Um, but Tariq, Joey Porter, Johnny Dixon, Daquan Hardy, Kaelin King, Keaton Ellis. Now, Keaton did some work at safety on Friday night. You know, it's not the first time he's been there, but he did some work on Friday night there. Because of the depth at corner, you can take Marquise Wilson and give him a look as an athlete on offense. Because of the depth at corner, you can get a look at Keaton Ellis as another safety if you need him. That's because of all the depth at corner. There's a lot of dominoes here. You okay there? You're kind of getting a little nervous there. You all right? I'm cool as a cucumber. I'm good. Keep hitting the button on, off, on, off. And I i mean, I haven't heard anybody that nervous since we told the suit that the FCC was holding on four. <laughs> F-O-U-L-E-D, that spells... <laughs> yeah, that's uh So you look at that, then there's safety like Brisker, I think Brisker I don't think went on Friday night. Let's pretend they need to know what, what Brisker can do. <laughs> they don't need to know what Brisker can do. They need to look at other guys. Brisker is real. Brisker is one of the top safeties in the Big Ten. Period. And Jair Brown did not go in either scrimmage the last two weeks, but Jair, Jair Brown had a really good spring. Really good spring, as indicated by the by the awards. So that's what they did with the awards. But it it all makes sense. I mean, it made sense to me in looking at it. I was happy for Blake, by the way. Blake Zaylor. Gives us some depth there. This guy came in as a preferred walk-on. So a little Shemokin area. Cole Township feel to the awards. How about that? Uh, so that's part of it. Now, obviously, it's break time. They need to finish up academically, and they need to get through finals. In fact, I know two students in my class today were working with P.J. Mustafer on a project. P.J. is doing a project on the grounds crew at Beaver Stadium. Video. So they're going into Beaver Stadium to film today. They ever tell you? Herb Combs, who does, it used to be Bob Hudzik, 
Now it's Herb Combs. Herb Combs does it. He and his crew, the entire crew, fabulous work. So I'm in the stadium, it's a few years ago, and you know me, I'll kid around a little bit. I said, hey, Herb, how's it going? He goes, hey, Steve, how's everything? He says, great. I said, hey, hey. I said hey, um, Herb. I said, I didn't want to say anything. I said, but there's a weed at the 42. He goes, what? I said, kidding. <laughs> that field's immaculate. Field is immaculate. I don't understand. Now, I, on grass fields I've been on, Beaver Stadium is the best by far. You know what the second best one I've been on that I think is the second best grass field I've been on? Probably, believe it or not, is Michigan State. Theirs is really good. For some reason, other schools can't. Ohio State went to grass at one point. It didn't go well. Michigan went to it, didn't go well. Iowa went to it, didn't go well. I mean, like, I mean, they really struggled with grass fields. That's why they all went back to field turf. I'll tell you, Purdue's is really good, too. Purdue's field is very, very good. And Northwestern's is very good. NFL, Heinz Field, no. And to be honest with you, I don't think Lincoln Financial Field's very good. No, it's really, no, you're right about that. Two transfers coming into Penn State. One is the uh, out of Siena, is the Metro Atlantic Player of the Year. He will come in with one year of eligibility remaining. The other one's a first-team All-Big South selection, but he's got a couple of years of eligibility remaining. He both can shoot, and they both can play point, especially the guard from Siena. So... Micah Shrewsbury is laying a foundation here, moving the program forward. They are not done with the transfer portal in terms of coming in. They're not done with it yet. The week is young. Talk a little bit about the NFL draft next. I wanted to save that for the end of the show. I see. It won't be about the Eagles. Okay. No, in fact, I got orders from your doctor. I'm supposed to go with other topics. <laughs> okay, your doctor that emailed me said if I were to start with something comical like the Jets, it would ease your mind. <laughs> That's not bad advice. So we'll start with the Jets <laughs> next on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Great to have you with us on the show today. Well, we all know that Trevor Lawrence will be the first overall pick. There's been very little talk about him. The reason is, is uh, no offense to Trevor Lawrence, but it's, and this is a good thing, he's boring. Right? I mean, <laughs> there's really a lot to talk about him. Uh, and he'll get picked first, and that'll be it. The Jets will go second. I actually have a student in my class who was a Jets fan. So we found the one dude. God bless him. Besides Elio. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you bring up the Mets and the Jets to Elio, expect a two-hour dissertation on, look, they're not as bad as you think they are. <laughs> <sighs> Yet every single year, a Jets fan tunes in at 7 o'clock, and their night's over at 7.20. Because they've already picked. That's not a good thing every year. They're like the Clippers of the, of the new millennium. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's why I'm here. The when you look at the Jets, they'll probably take Zach Wilson. Wilson has a powerful arm; he can make a variety of throws. But I still can't get over, and it's going to be the same story with Trey Lance. I still can't get over and get past. Okay, who did you do this against? And I go back to last season. The hardest game BYU had, in all probability, was the Coastal Carolina game. And I don't want to hear about, well, look at the special season. Who did Coastal Carolina play? I mean, really. Who did they play? Tell me. Coastal Carolina is a team that gets guarantees to play games. They don't go and visit your place. They come to your place and they get a guaranteed number. That's who they are. Now, did they put together a really terrific season? Yes. But against who? Their best win was against BYU. BYU's best game was Coastal Carolina, and Wilson didn't play all that well in that game. Okay? Fields has played against everybody. He's had to play against Alabama. He's had to play a couple times against Clemson, a couple of times against Penn State. Yeah, you can say what you want, but he had, he had to play against Michigan. He had to play a couple times against Wisconsin. Northwestern's defense, you know, it's the Newsom kids. Looks like he's a top-20 pick at the at defensive back. Northwestern's defense, darn good last year. Darn good. And that was one of the toughest games he had. And he didn't have Chris Olave. And again, with I, please, I don't want people sitting there. In no way am I putting down Julian Fleming. No way. Not even close. But at this stage of his career, Julian Fleming is not Chris Olave. At this stage, Olave's a special talent. I'm shocked he didn't go into the draft. But Olave is, to me, a special talent. And he didn't have a Northwestern game. Trey Lance. You look at the measurables... Arm strength, mobility. Wow. 
But again, I have no idea how good he is. What's the toughest game he ever played in? He only played in one this year. I don't know what to say about these quarterbacks. And to be honest with you, in the end, in the end, to ruin this segment, one will end up going to the Eagles. All right, so... uh, (laughs) Could you imagine if that happened, what you would do? Oh, th- there will be... There will be heck to pay. There would be gnashing of teeth. <laughs> what was that phrase around the Washington football team? There will be lawyers. <laughs> I, this, man, I, got a, I also got a, an email from your dentist. About how you grind your teeth out of nerves. Now, you have people coming over your your house on Saturday. Correct. What's their job? Keep me away from the TV so I don't go ballistic. Are these people capable of it? I think they are. Boy, that wasn't very encouraging. I'm telling you, you're going to sneak peek. Only because one of them is a fellow Notre Dame fan, and he's going to have some interest, too. So they won't keep you away from the TV. So then you're going to sit there, and then when the Eagles, because they only have five minutes between picks, and the, right. Eagles, and the Eagles pick several times is so irrelevant at that point because nobody ever heard of them. It's just on the bottom. <laughs> exactly. But like I said, I don't get as riled up on day three. I really don't. Because at that point, you're worn out? Partially, yeah. It's Saturday's long, man. I won't be watching any of it on Saturday. I'll probably go play golf, and then I'll watch the Kentucky Derby. Now, Thursday night, I'll watch. Thursday night, I'll definitely watch. Friday night, I'll definitely watch, too. Saturday... My interest will be is, you know, where's Shaka Tony? Where's Lamont Wade? Where's Will Fries? Where's Michael Mennon? I mean, I want to know at that point, see, after the first couple of rounds, my my whole focal point, my, my number one priority is where the Penn State guys go. And do I care what the Giants do? Not particularly, whatever. But I just want to know that the Penn State guys ended up all right.